the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of um, 10 o'clock, it is. I'm looking at two or three things at the same time and not really paying attention to what I ought to be paying attention to. But I have, uh, you have my full attention. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960. It's a car show. A car show where you call up and you describe your problems or your symptoms it's a give-and-take kind of conversation. Um, I'm not interested in what all the parts you've put on the car because if they haven't fixed it, then there's no sense in traveling that road. But symptoms are what it's all about. What's it doing? When is it do it? Hot, cold, left, right, fuel tank full, fuel tank half full, fuel tank empty, all that kind of stuff. So if you have a car question or if you have a... Uh, a particular problem and the shop bid it um, for this repair does A and B equal C and that's stuff that um, I'm certainly capable of helping you with 602-508-0960 I want to remind you that 960 the Patriot is owned by Salem Communications and my name is Mark Salem (laughs) people ask me that all the time and there's a best car repair list on my website, MarkSalem.com, MarkSalem.com, and it talks about repair shops. Now, this list was the very first referral list in the state of Arizona in 1988, and many people followed. Our referral list does something that few others do, and we guarantee you'll be happier, you'll be made happy, and we guarantee you an arbitration that's very fair. If you have a problem with the shop, you file a nice complaint at the Better Business Bureau. Notice the word nice. If it's not nice and you're ripping everybody from one end of the zip code to the other, I'm not going to take care of you. I'm not going to look at your complaint. Nice. Better Business Bureau complaint. If the Better Business Bureau tells the shop to make a refund and they don't, if the Better Business Bureau tells the shop to make this repair and they don't, Mark Salem, I will. Now my limit's $5,000, but that'll cover transmissions and major air conditioning work, stuff like that. So the good news is, is since 1988, I've been close a couple of times, but I've never had to dip into my own pocket. There's been some disputes with shops and stuff like that, but we work through those. So my list is special. It's guys that I know what they look like, those guys that I've had a beer with, guys that I know their wives. I mean, we're we're all in this together, and we've got them spaced throughout the uh, city. Larry Harker's Auto Repair is like one of the shops. 38th Avenue and in Indian School. Been around a very, very long time. Bob and his wife, Ellen, own Larry Harker's Auto. Bob's an exquisite technician. 
um, I just said her name, and now it's just kind of left. Ellen. Ellen runs the front, so she's going to write your work order. She's uh, well-versed in auto repair. She's going to ask you what kind of symptoms you have. She's going to document those, and if they need more information, they'll call you. So anything from auto electrical, work brake, service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, oil changes, alignments, whatever you've got, failed emissions, then Larry Harkers can take care of it, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Last week, um, we got we got kind of crazy on the show, and uh, there was a gentleman that called up and wanted to know about gasoline additives, if it would fix this or fix that, or if it was a good idea, and and I'm paraphrasing what he said because he didn't say these exact words, but, you know, will my car love me more? Will my car break down less? And obviously the answer is no, no matter what you do. But anyway, the end of the uh, call, I told him I had some camel urine, and I thought it might be a good idea if I shared a pint with him and put it in his gas tank and and uh, see how it compared to the rest of of these additives. And and then it got crazy. The next caller said he had snail urine, and then we had to talk about how do you how do you get the urine from the snail. So I was convinced that I would be called into the general manager's office on uh, Monday to describe my lack of decorum. And frankly, um, he did call, but it wasn't for that. <laughs> so I'm not in trouble. But it was a great show. We had so much fun. So that's uh, what we talk about. We talk about all kinds of different stuff. But if you think that you're going to do something and your car's going to love you and last longer and not break down, that's a foolish idea. Your car doesn't have a brain. It has a brain. It's called a PCM, ECM. It's the computer. But it doesn't have any feelings. And it doesn't know if you treat it nice or if you hot rod it. It doesn't know if you kiss curbs or you park by Braille. It doesn't know any of that. And I can tell you unequivocally that... Virtually, virtually every engine we replace has been abused by either running overheated and they thought they could make it another four miles or they ran it low on oil and ignored the clatter of the engine and figured they could make it home and it didn't make it home. A tow bill, no matter where you're at, is going to be less than $200 and your engine's going to start at three or four or 5000 and go north of there. We had one not too long ago that was $18,000. And the young man had used dad's car for prom, and it overheated, and he just ignored the chimes, the red lights on the dash, the pinging noise of the engine as it detonated itself to death. So those are the kinds of things that uh, we want you to avoid. Now, if you take good care of your car, and that doesn't mean you don't run your car hard every once in a while. That doesn't mean that you don't throttle it up to the floor every once in a while. That doesn't mean that. It means just drive your car in a normal fashion. Chances are the beginning of the end is is you'll start leaking oil or consuming oil. Nevertheless, you'll start noticing that at your fill-up or every other fill-up that you're a quart low on oil, which is the ad mark, by the way. So the full mark and anything between the full and the ad is okay. When it gets to the ad mark or below, that's one quart low. So you don't add a quart if it's halfway between the ad and the full. So anyway, you'll notice an oil consumption problem. The next thing that's going to happen is it's going to foul a spark plug, so it'll have an engine miss. So sooner or later, the engine's going to fail. We've got engines in our fleet with three and 400,000 miles. Um, we have shop vehicles that are in the 250 to 300,000 miles. 
So it's not because we treat them really nice. They're sometimes abused when we haul big things that we shouldn't in our pickup trucks. Sometimes they're abused because somebody borrowed them for the weekend and got got them stuck. There's all kinds of reasons why our shop trucks are not the perfect truck. but And we don't change the oil often to make sure it loves us. All that kind of stuff, that, that doesn't happen. It's really a matter of just knowing what your owner's manual is all about. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. Your owner's manual is re- really an important document. And don't let anybody tell you that it's not written for Arizona because that's just a flat-out lie. First of all, if they tell you that it's not written for Arizona, then just smile at them and have them order you one for Arizona because there's no such dog in the pack. So it's not like you can get a manual for Arizona and Minnesota and North Dakota. It's not true. The manual's written for no matter where that car is at. So ladies, I'm talking to you. Obviously, most ladies, in in my opinion, most ladies are afraid of being ripped off. So I'm going to give you self-defense for car expense. I'm going to tell you how you can avoid being ripped off. For instance, you go in for an oil change, and the oil change is a coupon oil change, and then they come back with a laundry list of things that you need. Now, with respect to the maintenance items, just the maintenance items, just smile and say, Okay, you say I need a transmission service. Can we get my owner's manual out of the glove box and can you show me where it's due at 35,000 miles? And you know what? If they start stuttering and they start going and they start talking in ways that you can't understand, then I think that tells you all you need to know. Now, most of you ladies in the in the older than 20 group, most of you ladies have had children. And you have a built-in lie detector. <laughs> and when the kid tells you something, your your child, your boy, your girl, you kind of know when it's just not true. And it's the same way in the auto repair industry. You just have to go with your heart. But if you say, show me, some of the newer model cars, and I'm talking five years and backwards, so starting from 2012 north of there, actually you can go to 2010 north of there, there's a lot of cars that don't have any stopping points for maintenance until seventy-five to 100,000 miles. Now, it's not a good idea for them to do that to the entire industry because that cuts off a lot of our maintenance work. However, there's many that have decided to stick with the old intervals. So they're going to try to sell you a transmission service at 35 when in reality your your manual is at 75 to 100. However, common sense has to dictate here. If they take you into the shop and they stick their finger in a can of transmission fluid and they pull it out and it's nice red tinted clean fluid then they pull the dipstick out of your transmission and they put it on a white towel and it's brown mud that's that that's that's a good valid thing so forget the mileage at this point the transmission's got hot let's get the old fluid out of it let's get some new fluid in it so there are those kinds of things brake fluid the replacement of brake fluid it, it doesn't appear in very many of your manuals and the reason why it doesn't is is because it depends on the environment. But there is a valid, there's two valid reasons. Number one, if it looks like coffee, then typically that's dirt. And so that would be something that you would do. Here's a secret that I'm going to tell you. There are four cavities, five cavities that this brake fluid travels through. And as you can imagine, dirt settles to the bottom. There's no way for us to flush all that dirt out of there. All we can do is change the fluid, so to speak. So 
when we put when we flush your brake system in the near future it's going to look like a light iced tea <laughs> because we can't get all the dirt out of there so you need to be prepped for that we're going to take out the r- coffee and and in this short period of time you're going to have iced tea now the other thing on brake fluid is moisture content so we want the brake fluid to be 1 or 2% moisture. That's about it. We don't want it 8, 10, 12, 15, 20. We don't want that. So the idea is is that we have equipment called a hydrometer that allows us to look at the moisture in your brake fluid, and that's valid. But hopefully they'll take you into the shop and show you. So those are the kinds of things that you need to watch out. Again, over-servicing. And you know the worst people that over-service their cars are guys, especially the older clan. They just feel like if I over-service my car and if I change it every 3,000 miles, even though the oil will go 10 or 12,000 miles, my car will love me more. And I promise you, your car doesn't have that kind of emotion. Um, it might break down because it doesn't. <laughs> you haven't serviced it, but it doesn't really have a brain. The brain runs the motor and the spark and the fuel. It doesn't have any feelings. 602-508-0960. If you have a question or comment or if you want to argue, that's fine too. 602 602- 508-0960. My, my name's Mark Salem. We'll be back in a minute. Let's face it. We love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilberg. Each day I write and deliver Terry's take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, now airing every morning at 7.04 a.m. and every evening at 6.04 p.m. My content is rich, researched, and reasoned. Get a fresh take every day on air. Get past takes every day online, 7.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. And now over 100 archive takes at 960 The Patriot. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? 
Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America. Welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and this is The Car Show. It's called Under the Hood with Mark Salem. That's me. And if you have a question or a problem or a car-related issue, what should I do about this, what should I do about that, if you're going to call and ask me what kind of car to buy, give me your two top cars, and I'll comment on the reliability and the cost to repair, stuff like that. 602 Gil is the engineer that uh, runs this uh, this radio show, and uh, after the break, he said, um, "If my car loved me, I would leave leave my wife." <laughs> yeah, because cars, I think, do have feelings sometimes. Uh, and and did, was that live on the air? Yes. Okay. All right. And then Gil said, "But I will miss her chicken Alfredo," and. Yes. Uh, and so now he's trying to balance the uh, his wife against Chicken Alfredo. And so if any of you are marriage counselors or psychiatric people and want a good specimen for somebody who's who's got a couple of screws loose to say that on the radio, then give Gil a call, 602-508-0960. I'm going to get a lot of the first than the latter. <laughs> Oh gosh! Anyway, we're we're talking about car repair, and as with just everything re- related to car repair, it's really just kind of common sense. If you're uncomfortable with what you're faced with, then just walk away. That's all you have to do. If you're uncomfortable with something with respect to what they said you needed, ask them to write it down on one of their business cards. Then put their phone number on the business card and then just kind of initial it. Because when you ask somebody who's trying to scam you to write down what they said, sign it, and put their phone number there, they're not going to do that. They're going to explain that they can't or they're going to come up with some kind of an excuse and that's a silly idea. So it's something that's more, again, self-defense for car expense. It's easy to do that. Our industry is not in the best of shape for a variety of reasons, but the car repair industry has just lost a third of its work. So as a result of that, we're making up all kinds of fancy names for fancy things. So I'll explain. A company comes to me and says, 
we're going to give you this equipment, and this equipment's going to fog the inside of the engine, and it's going to remove all the impurities, and it's going to run it all out the tailpipe, and the inside of the engine will look brand new. And the, your customers are going to love this, and and it's only you're going to charge $199. We're going to put you on our website, and the product's going to cost you 100 and it's really only going to take you 20 minutes. That's what I hear. I hear that a lot. So just so you know, I hear that. First of all, I'm not an advocate of doing all this fancy stuff to your engine where there's no proof you need it and no proof it was done. So it's really easy for us to come up with those ideas. The question is, is if you want to fog my upper intake, what symptoms are you going to fix? What do I have today? What's going on in my world today with my car that you're going to fix? And folks, that question's a killer. Because all you're going to hear is a whole lot of stuttering if the validity of the suggested repair is its not valid at all. So those are the kinds of things that you're going to want to talk about is tell me what symptoms you're going to fix. You need lower control arm bushings and it's $500. But I'll give you a deal. I'll do 450 And then you say, well, what symptom do I have? And folks, virtually every single of that kind of repair, suspension, shock absorbers, drive axles, and brakes, they all have a symptom. And 90% of the time, it's a symptom that you can identify with. So if I have lower control arm bushings and I call you and say, you need lower control arm bushings, you say, what symptoms? Well, every time you go over a bump, there should be a clunk, and the clunk should predominantly be on the passenger side. Do you have a clunk when intermittently? Do you have a clunk when you hit a bump or go into a curb or go into a parking lot of the uh, Basha store? Yes, I do. Okay, well, I'm going to fix that. Oh, put my old parts in a plastic bag and put them on the floor because my son, he's kind of crazy. He likes to look at the old auto parts, and so does my husband. So just put all those old bushings back in a plastic bag and put them on the floor for me. The reason I always do that, and you're going to laugh at this, it's because it cuts my trash bill by a third. So I'm happy to give you back your old parts, your old air filters and your old bushings and the old wheel bearings that are bad and all that kind of stuff because you can take them anywhere you want. And most people are going to agree that what I did was right. So that's what it's all about. Who's on the phone, Gil? Alex is your first caller. Alex, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. <clears throat> I have a 2015 uh, Tacoma with the 2.7 liter engine in it. About uh, three nights ago, <clears throat> I was driving, and I noticed that uh, when I took my foot off the accelerator, the car wasn't slowing down like it would normally. It was decelerating at a rate of maybe 20, <clears throat> 20% of normal. Okay. And the next thing, I so I thought, well, let me check the idle. Look down at the tachometer. And it's idling at about uh, 1,000 RPMs. And I think on that Tacoma, it's with the 2.7 liter, it's supposed to idle at about 800. I'm not well, sure. It, it depends. Is it an automatic or standard? Uh, automatic. And did you check the idle when it was in drive? Uh, yes. Well, it, it's idling at about 1,000 RPMs, whether it's in drive or whether I've got it in neutral. Okay, the Some, computer's capable of adjusting that. Yeah. So so the question I guess is is what's going on? Yeah. I, I, I think that the 
idle might be too high. How many miles are on it? 27,000. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to suggest a bunch of stuff, but not at 27,000. I don't care that it's three years old either, not at 27. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to manually shift it. I want you to take it out of overdrive or lockup. So I don't want you to use the high gear. I want you to manually shift it down one gear. You mean so it would actually be in, in what would be third or direct drive? Well, I, no, direct drive's not. Um, a lockup converter is direct drive. I okay. want to avoid that. I want okay. to shift it out. If we go into overdrive, that's fine, but I don't want to go into lockup. So I'm thinking maybe the transmission's locking up, and so it's directly connect. The engine's directly connected to the rear wheels, front wheels, whatever you got rolling. And as a result of that, when you back off the throttle, it's just like a direct drive bicycle. It's going to take a while for it to slow down. So when you take off the throttle and you back off, once it sees no throttle, it's supposed to disengage the overdrive, the lockup converter. Yeah. And it may not. Now another thing you can do is when you slow down, when the, at that time you slow down, did you just lift the throttle and you didn't do anything else? Or did you hit the brake? No, I didn't hit the brake. I just okay. uh, uh, took my foot off the throttle. Okay. Sometimes we have to hit the brake to cancel the lockup converter. So if you're doing 45 and north of 45 and 50 or 60 miles an hour and you take your foot off and it doesn't decline as fast as you should, how much you just tap the brakes? Enough to shine the lights, but not enough to slow the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Then the question is, is, oh, do you get back what you want? And if that's the case, then you're canceling the lockup when you tap the brakes gently. A good transmission shop can take, if you can duplicate it all the time, a good transmission shop can take a ride in it and, and tell you pretty quick if you've got a lockup problem. And you could have a brake light switch problem that's not telling the computer, but you said you didn't use the brakes, you just lifted your foot. That's right. So I'm not real sure that that's something that I think you should spend a whole lot of money on. I'm not quite sure that that's something that... Um, I mean, I can I can see there's a whole lot of guessing that could go on at your expense. But if you were my brother, I would... And I love my brother. If you were my brother, I'd just say, hey, let's just wait till it gets worse and easier to find or something like that. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay right there. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Attention Phoenix area, would you like the chance to earn dollars every month in consistent mailbox money? Well, listen to this. Actor Dean Kane, known as Superman on ABC's hit TV show, Lois and Clark, and now real estate investor with the National Real Estate Network, are giving away their riches in real estate kit for free to anyone who calls now. They will show you their formula for flipping houses in your spare time for potential profits. If you're interested in embarking on a new adventure and possibly changing your 
life, then you need to call right now. Call 1-800-360-7115 now to get your free riches in real estate kit. Call 800-360-7115 now and you'll also get free tickets to a live training event with a free meal, a free smartwatch, and a free flash drive loaded with vital information just for attending. Call 800-360-7115. That's 800-360-7115 for your free riches in real estate kit. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the more- 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician and been in car repair for about 39 years. So if you have a question, um, I'm willing to help you. I don't have an agenda. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to help you. That's what I'm supposed to do. SNS Tire and Auto Services on the west side. They've been around since 1976. They have three locations, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a comprehensive line of tires, many different brands of tires, from wheelbarrows to tractor tires, really. But if you go in and you decide you want three prices, out-the-door prices, I want to write my check before you even start kind of prices, you can say good, better, best. So if you've got a lease car you're going to turn in and you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on tires and you need tires, then they'll do that for you. But they all do also do all kinds of other works. So they do alignments and suspensions and oil changes and stuff like that. So if you're on the west side... I know the family. I know Dan. I know his dad, or his his dad passed away. But I know the family, so I can tell you they're going to treat you right. SNS Tire and Auto Service, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. Anyway, I'm going to finish up with Alex, and I'm going to go to Pat. If you want to give us a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Alex, when you took off your foot off the throttle and the RPM kind of stayed right there, the only thing... 
I think I would do would be clean the throttle blades and clean the throttle body. That's the only thing I would do, and that's certainly less than $100. I don't know if that's going to fix your problem, but I, I, I told you before, I'm not quite sure I'd spend a whole lot of money on this. Um, I would you know, tap the brake pedal gently and see if the RPMs start falling. And Alex said that when he was driving down the road, when he took his foot off the gas, the RPM stayed at 1,000, and the car just kept going, you know, as it, as it he, he expected it to decelerate, and he expected the RPM to drop. And um, I'm trying to talk him out of spending a whole lot of money because there may or not, may not be a problem, and if there is, it'll it'll come it'll get worse, and then it's easier to find when it gets worse. Pat, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I've got a question about cars in general, not a specific problem. Okay. Uh, I live out in a county island, uh, local dirt roads, and, of course, a certain amount of ruts and washboard. And we have a lot of people complaining uh, that their cars are being damaged of uh, uh, you know, control arm bushings, shocks, uh, steering racks, things like that. And I'm saying... Do they have a real complaint, or are they making, you know, just pointing to a likely excuse? Well, let's let's talk about the road itself. On a one to ten scale, with ten being a washed out road with you know big boulders and something that you're going to have to go under five miles an hour on, that's a ten. A one is a graded road with granite or gravel. Um, that's a one. So, what kind of road you got? Well, I'll say it's a little bit seasonal, but we're certainly under five. Okay. Uh, we get up to moderate washboard and some irrigation ruts, uh, but uh, I'll say if you're going the 25-mile-an-hour speed limit or lower, it's no big deal. Okay. All right. I think the speed limit on most dirt roads is 25-mile-an-hour anyway, and so right. as, assuming that the car... It also make, makes a difference on the mileage. But to answer your question, cars and trucks are supposed to be able to handle a dirt road with a little bit of washboard at 25 miles an hour without any damage. Now, if somebody were to take their car on the Baja 1000, the car's suspension is not set up for that. But I travel dirt roads a lot, and I know that sooner or later the dirt road's going to take a toll on my shock absorber, stuff like that. But it, it that's the way it is. That's the road I'm traveling on. So when I go off to go, off to go go out and get the horses or if i have to go out and drive two miles to fix fence that's just the way it is and i also live in a county island in in tempe we did have a dirt road for a very long time and they paved it years ago but um it's not it's not fair to blame it now if i were the arbitrator of those kinds of things and the car had over a hundred thousand miles and it had some lower control arm bushings upper control arm bushings shock absorbers leaking all of that kind of stuff is not it's it's just not there it's just not related to the road um it's more likely than not than these folks have normal maintenance issues and they're trying to blame it on the road and in that case um the conclusion that might be drawn is is they uh they want somebody else to pay for the uh the the wear and tear on their car that really isn't uh anything to do with the wear and tear on the car it has more to do with the mileage of the car or the age of the car so on a one to five scale, uh, one to ten scale, if it's a five road, and I'll even give you this: if it's a four through six road, or if it's a three and a half through six and a half road, anything in the middle there, no, it's uh, 
And we, we don't worry about one, so we're really going from one to six and a half. If it's one to six and a half on a one to ten scale, um, I'm 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 not uh, I'm not an advocate for somebody to say because I drive on this dirt road that you have to repair the suspension of my car. Right, and I think I would call our roads generally three to five. Okay. Um, you know, as as bad as it gets, and nobody has to drive on the dirt more than a mile to get to pavement. Okay, are you in Payson now? Uh, no, this is not in Payson. Oh. Uh, I was saying, I'm the dirt road. Uh, it's a short drive until you start hitting paved roads. You never okay. have to drive more than a mile, and then you're on pavement. Okay. All righty. Well, listen, that's a good question, Pat. Thank you very much for that. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. If you have a car question, now's the time. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Go to GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Listen to America's 401k show every Saturday at 9 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot. Presented by Estate Preservation Advisors. Scott Bird, founder and president of Estate Preservation Advisors, is a certified senior advisor and a graduate of Tufts University in economics. Scott has been an annuity and life specialist assisting retirees for over 15 years. Let Scott help you plan for your future. Call today, 480-385-2800, 480-385-2800. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station.
Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Well, 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, if you want to talk on the uh, radio, you want to talk about a car repair problem of your own, 602-508-0960. We have the lines wide open, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shop, and certainly one of the very best diesel shops in the state of Arizona. They're dedicated to providing you the best service and get the job done right, diagnosed right, repaired right the first time. They also sell parts on the internet and parts for diesels. It's a good place to go just to do some comparisons and determine whether this part is going to do what your buddy said it is going to do. That's an important consideration. So they're at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, Monday through Friday. But you can go to their website and look at parts all day long. You can also make an appointment there as well. Okay, I get, um, folks, this is this is something that just winds me up. I'm in the auto parts store the other day, and I'm getting some super clean to clean up some oil I spilled on the uh, the driveway. And I'm standing at the counter, I'm three or four people back, and the stuff that comes out of their mouth there at the front counter is just astounding. Just astounding. Some of the stuff that they say is just so wrong. And it's just tempered towards you them getting more of your money. And and I'll give you a good example of it. it it's it's just a never-ending thing. I'm going to read you a text I got through Facebook. Hey, Mark, how's it going? I have a question for you. I have a 95 Camaro Z28. I changed my antifuse, and I picked up um, some at the auto parts store. I replaced all the hoses. Well, I asked the guy there about the heater hoses. I was asked by the guy there about the heater hoses, and I told him that I had looped the heater hoses, basically blocking off the the heater core. Sometimes when the heater core leaks, it's it's this radiator-looking device that's behind the glove box on the passenger side. When it goes bad, it leaks. It leaks down on the floorboard or outside the car. A lot of times, there's a hose going in and a hose coming out. They don't want to spend the money to fix the heater core, so we just loop the hoses. So we just take the heater core out of the loop. It's a very valid repair. Okay, so he says, I tell the guy that I've got it blocked off and, and the water pump, and it'll be fine. He says... Um, I, I, he says, it, oh gosh, this is such a convoluted thing here. It's just uh, amazing. Um, the guy asked about the eater hoses. I told him I'd block them off. Um, he said, you have to bypass them. I said, why? If, um, if I blocked them off, what would the, he says, the water pump will stop. I said, what? He says, the water pump will stop. I said, no, it'll still flow, but it just won't flow the heater core. And the guy keeps arguing with me. So, Mark, tell me, is this true? What do you think? It's, again, they're, at the auto parts store, they're supposed to sell you parts. They're supposed to make suggestions. Their job is to sell you stuff. So when you go in there, they're going to sell you something. They're going to tell you, you can't do this without having this, and you can't do this without having this. It's the same thing when you go to uh, a, you know, a drive through and they say you want cheese on your cheeseburger or cheese on your hamburger. It's just an upsell. It's just normal. 
But you have to learn how to say no. I can't tell you how many times I've been in an auto parts store on a Saturday or Sunday when I'm not close to work. And I I buy something, and I'm standing there listening, and I just want to die. I just want to go, God almighty. Some of the stuff that they say, they say, I saw a guy the other day, he says, you can't put um, synthetic oil in your car. And the guy goes, why not? And he goes, because it's not made for that. But we have this other oil over here. So I kind of wandered around over there, and the oil he was suggesting was more more expensive than the synthetic oil, but it was a blended oil. And the blended oil is a half synthetic, well, it's some portion synthetic, some portion conventional. And I was going, what? He just moved him to a, an inferior oil that costs more money. That doesn't make any sense. So when you go in and you have a code, the code doesn't say, and you go to the auto parts store and the little three-whisker kid goes outside, he plugs in his little bitty box to your thing, and he goes, oh, you have an oxygen sensor code. And then he's going to sell you four. Because you do have, oftentimes you have two or four. So he's going to try to sell you all those. You're going to spend $400 on his guests. That's kind of crazy. I'm going to tell you that less than 25% of the oxygen codes we address necessitate an oxygen sensor replacement. Plugged fuel filters will cause that. Vacuum leaks will cause that. A bad fuel pressure regulator will cause that. A bad injector, a dripping injector will cause that. Oil that hasn't been changed in a hundred years that's full of gasoline will cause that. So there's we can go on and on and on, and it's a situation where you, you just have to trust. Now I'm not saying that you have to trust us for everything, but I'm just saying beware, it, folks. It's this simple. If that auto parts guy was as good as he thinks he is. He'd be working for me for forty or fifty thousand dollars a year, and he's not making that at the auto parts store, because a good parts guy is supported by a group of technicians, and he learns this symptom equals this repair. So a good parts guy, all he does is order parts from the technicians on the floor for the technicians on the floor, but he has a good background with respect to. Oh, I can see the work order says green fluid on the passenger side floorboard. The technician pressurized the cooling system. He says, yep, the heater core is leaking. I took the cover off. I could look. Yep, it's leaking. He bids a water pump, or he bids a, God, he bids a, a, a heater core. He bids all the gaskets to go around the heater core, probably the two heater hoses, because he's going to have the heater core out, so why not just put new hoses on it? And Because the, the labor is insignificant. All you're paying for is the hoses, because you got to take the hoses off anyway. So that's kind of how it goes. But just beware of the little guys with the cigarette thing that plugs into your car, and then they tell you that this is what it is. The code tells you that the problem is in Ohio. you got to find the city. you got to find the street and the house number. And that's what diagnostic charges are for, is we have to go through and do that. And when we call you, you say, Mark, what code do I have? 37. Okay, so what I hear you saying is, is for $162, you're going to fix it, and the 37 is not going to come back. How long, Mark? Well, it won't come back for another 30, 60, 90 days. I mean, I mean, it's going to go away. It's not going to come back. Okay, well, I hear you're going to fix it. You're not guessing with my money, Mark. No, I'm not guessing with your money. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to give you the old part back, and here's the deal. If that 37 comes back, when you come back, first thing I'm going to do is unwind the first deal. I'm going to give you all your money back, and I'm going to put your old part back in. I don't do that. I mean, 
I I offer it. (laughs) I never have to do that because good shops don't have to do that. Okay, we've got a caller. Who have we got? We have Norm. Norm, good morning to you. What's up? Good morning. I have a 2001 Toyota uh, MR2 Spider. And... uh, Probably the most reliable car I've ever had. It's my second car. It's my toy. Um, The lamp light came on. I should say the the engine check light came on. So I went to the manual, and it says the lamp comes on in the following cases. The fuel tank is empty. Well, that's not the case. Secondly, the fuel tank cap is not tightened. Well, that's not the case, but I have secured a new gas cap for it anyway, $36 for a piece of plastic. And then it says three, or C, there is a problem somewhere in your engine electrical system. So what I'm wondering about is I've got an appointment with the guy that takes care of my car. When uh, when I go in on Monday, he's going to put his diagnostic gizmo in, and it's probably going to be electrical. What are some of the things that he might find or what's going to happen. In other words, if, if I was coming to you, would you say, even without the gizmo, it might be the alternator, it might be this, 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 or what am I going to see when I go in? Well, first of all, you're talking about an evaporative code, and the, evaporate, the, the system is sucking the fumes off the tank and running them through the motor, okay? Okay. There's a uh-huh. whole lot going on there. We certainly don't want to suck off that tank when the fuel's sloshing around because we don't want raw fuel, so we're going to do a lot of it when you're at slow speed or stopping. So we don't want that. Now, we've got all these electrical devices that open and close solenoids so we can open the solenoid in the tank. Now, we've also got a sensor in the top of the tank because the sensor says, hey, computer, I saw the valve open, and I see a suction as we suck the fumes out. And the computer goes, good, good, good. I'm glad you told me that the, that the solenoid opened and, the, uh, and you feel the vacuum or you can sense the vacuum. Good, good, good. So then it opens up the solenoid for the evaporative canister. And so we're going to send those fumes through the canister. And then we're going to suck them into the engine. All of this is going on. He's going to mm-hmm. plug in and he's going to look at the code. And then he's going to say, it's an evaporative code. So I have to go look. It may give him some direction, but probably on your 2001 that was made by Fred Flintstone, that's not going to happen. The newer model mm-hmm. cars have a little de- more in-depth, uh, ser- what we call serial stream data. So he's going to go in there and he's going to say, okay, so he tests the first solenoid. Yeah, it opens and closes. Oh, but when it opens and sucks on the, f- the fumes, the sensor on the top of the tank isn't telling what's going on. So then it plugs in and it looks at the top of the tank and it cr- and he creates a vacuum on the tank and voila the sensor's not working. So then we bid the sensor on top of the tank and we tell you we got to drop the tank, replace the sensor, and we're done. That's how it works. So it's okay. not as easy as everybody makes it sound. There's a lot going mm-hmm. on. There's bad connections on hoses. There's hoses that have collapsed, especially on your car that's 17 years old. There's hoses been been then have been knocked off or removed by somebody working on the car. You've already replaced the gas cap. Everybody goes for the gas cap. You just spent $36 for nothing. But nevertheless, it's okay because mm-hmm. it's 17 years old. So those are the kinds of things that go on, and you're going to have a diagnostic process. Then you're going to have a part and the labor. 
under the best of conditions, he's going to call and say, it cost me $117 to find your problem, and this one line on top of the tank had come loose. I was able to get my hand up in there and plug the line in, and I put a new piece of line on for you. So it's 117 to find it, and it's $22 to fix it. That's the best you can hope for. The other side, and sometimes we fix it for free. So sometimes by the time you test the system, you find out that somebody knocked this hose off, and so I'm going to plug the hose back in, and voila, all of a sudden I see that valve opening and closing. So that's what you're up against. All you say to him is, my advice is, how much is your diagnostic charge? And I would answer you, and all, most all the shops are going to answer you in this way. It's not going to be any less than 50 and I'll call you if it's more. It's a, if it's north than 150. But I'm I'm thinking I'm going to be in the 75 to 85, maybe 95 dollar range to track this down. That's what it should sound like. Okay, and then what are you going to do? I'm going to call you with an estimate unless I can just fix it while I'm there. Okay, thank you. That's how it works. Okay. Now one other question, and this is not related, but if you have other callers, then I won't ask the question. Okay. Hmm. No, go ahead. My, my question is this. I'm one of these guys that doesn't fix anything. My wife says, just call the plumber, call the electrician. Don't do it. It's going to cost us more money. I'm one of those guys. I've always wanted to buy a classic car, and I have one in particular. And I'm just curious to get your opinion, since we have a moment here, okay. whether a person who is not handy should really get involved. My wife says, hey, these, these cars are going to cost a million dollars to keep up, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? That, okay. That's the scenario. All right. I've well, first of all, I, I, I always side with the wives because it's, it's healthier for me. So I've always yeah, okay. side. But can we talk just you and I? The idea is, yeah. is that maintenance on an old car can depend. And it's going to depend okay. on the price you pay for the old car. So if it's a premium price, then usually it's been maintained to the T's, and yeah, you're all right. It's a little cheaper to fix the old cars than the new cars. It's a little cheaper. There's not all the sophistication level and stuff. But when you take a car and you're going to fix it up really nice and you're going to rehab the car, we do that. And I say to them, I look him right in the eye, I look you right in the eye, and I say, Whatever, what's your budget? 5000 Triple that. That's all there is mm-hmm. to it. Triple it. You need to come into this idea by pulling the glass and painting this and doing this and doing all this stuff that you want done. All the hoses, all the belts, you want all the brake lines done, you want all this rehab done. Then whatever your budget is, it's three times that much money. So I want to tell you, one of the biggest joys in my life is the old cars that we have. And I have lots of customers that bring their old cars in. We do a lot of old car work. But we can do a much better job in estimating and giving that information to our customers than we could with a newer model car because the older cars are far more better. And they're far easier to work on, and the parts are a lot cheaper because the demand isn't high. So I don't want to talk you out of it. It's going to depend on the quality of the car that you buy. And my suggestion would be is whoever's going to do the work needs to do a used car checkover on it because we did one the other day, and we told the guy, this is the worst piece of crap we've seen in two months. If there's Bondo, and there's all kinds of problems on the suspension, there's all kinds of problems with the engine and everything else. i got to run. If you got more questions, stay right there, 602 if you got a question, 602 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.